Welcome, citizens. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. It's Bobo Boys, the mayor, hanging out and having a good time, talking to the individuals and organizations that are doing big things, creative things, entrepreneurial things, all of that with the New Amsterdam spirit. Learn more about this show and other shows in the New Amsterdam Entertainment umbrella at newamsterdam.com. That's K A W. Amsterdam.com. And if you want to see even more bonus content, we're talking like past interviews, archive stuff, show notes, check that out over at patreon.com slash global voice. That's patreon.com slash global voice. Those who are members, we call them members of the Boisterous crew. I started the Discord. You guys can come through and say hello. Uh, my guest in just a few moments is one that is doing something pretty awesome. When it comes to the world and realm of education, I have mentioned on uh, my interview with him that I am a public school kid and I am a proud, proud product of the public school system uh, back in my hometown of Brooklyn, New York. And so if there's anything out there that can help students learn, uh, be able to open their minds to new and innovative technologies and seeing the world from a whole different perspective... I'm all about it. Uh, Dennis Ocampo is the co-founder of Outbox EDU, a platform which he explains in more detail because uh, it was so fascinating. I just sat and listened to what he had to say. So do myself a favor, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This is New Amsterdam Sam Radio. And without further ado, my interview with Dennis Ocampo. Welcome back to New Am Sam Radio, the podcast for creatives and entrepreneurs. It's once again, it's Global Boys, the mayor in here in the mayor's office. We're talking with the movers and shakers and those who are doing great things for their family or their community. And well, my guest today is a very special guest because this one comes from the segment of education, something I'm a big proponent of. I was a public school kid growing up and I'd like to see people giving back and trying a way to uplift that. My guest today is Dennis Ocampo, co-founder of the um, Outbox.edu platform. Uh, we're going to talk about that in just a second. Uh, but before I do, just want to say if you want to listen to this podcast episode and all the other podcast episodes, please log on to NewAmsterdam.com. Without further ado, my guest, Mr. Dennis Ocampo, how you doing, sir? I'm great. Thank you for having me on the show. How are you doing? I, you know, I'm doing great, man. We're out here just spreading the word about the positive vibes. And uh, I know what you're doing, what you're working on, it's pretty positive, too, for the community. Yes, it is. Um, we're pretty much building a online engagement platform for students um, and teachers as well that they can use to pretty much engage your students, uh, especially in this prevalent remote learning age, right, where um, everyone's at home and we're trying to figure out how we can better educate these students, right? How can we engage them um, in this Zoom age of learning and so forth? So, yeah. Yeah, I totally understand that. I want to get to that platform in just a second, but walk me through this, because I know a lot of us, we have ideas for things, you know, ideas that we can change the world. Sometimes they happen, sometimes they happen not the way we want to. Sometimes they just get stuck in our brain as ideas. Walk me through your process. You realized there was a problem with the way education was, and you wanted to do something about that? Yeah, so um, this started out back as a young child, right, growing up in New York City um, as the son of two immigrants, right? Spanish was like my primary language spoken at home. Um, and not only did I struggle with trying to learn English, um, but while adjusting to school and making friends, you know, I just had that that lack of familiarity with trying to build relationships with people because of that barrier, that language barrier. So it made it difficult, right, to have those 
those positive social interactions with teachers and peers and you know others in my community. Um, so I was referred to a ESL teacher, and um, as you know, in the public school system, that's really the only source of help that you can get when it comes to language learning and so forth. Um, and so because of that, you know, that didn't really help. And going up now, and as an educator with the experience working in the New York City public school system, I wanted to address the disparities between the school systems and the lack of resources for, for L students and just students in general, right? So yeah. that's why we pretty much built this platform. So when you say like lack of resources, what's that look like in 2020? Because I grew up in the 90s and, and yeah, they were like computer labs with like yeah. Reader Rabbit and Oregon yeah. Trail, but like the whole game has changed. So can you like help me understand that part? Yeah, so right now, as you know, the education system is very, very, uh, they're very tight on their money, right, in their budget and so forth. Mm -hmm. And they only allocate X amount of dollars to certain resources. Um, language learning sources is probably on the bottom total totem pole of that, right? Um, and they're just now getting acclimated with, you know, language learning resources and even technology resources. I mean, if you look at it now, um, we weren't prepared for this, right? This, this pandemic, uh, this kind of came out of nowhere and everyone was forced to learn from home and we had to figure out how to do that. And yes, we have fared a lot better um, but we could have been prepared a lot more than that. And so there's so many resources as far as online education platforms, such as the one that we're building, that, um, are, that are out there and have been out there for years that couldn't have been implemented. Um, but yeah, that's why we're doing this. And this is even prior to this pandemic because we're looking for this to be ubiquitous, right? And even used after, right, when everything is restored. Yeah. Uh, when you start any kind of business, uh, whether it's a product or a service, it's almost like you ever think of it two ways, like pre-pandemic and like post-pandemic. And uh, it looks like your platform runs on a an online system. But like, I guess the idea is, how do you approach that with you and your team about how this will be implemented in the pandemic era and post, hopefully, crossing fingers when yeah. it all winds down? Yeah. Uh, so initially, like I said, it was a language learning platform. And again, seeing that there was a need for just a platform for teachers to implement their lessons, right, and make their curriculum and their lessons much more engaging for students, um, we said we had to pivot and we made it so that now teachers can pretty much go into the classroom, right, a virtual 3D classroom and implement things, right, and objects and just anything that is pertained to education um, and make it easier for their students to understand, right? Because as a kid, you learn more through play than anything, right? Even adults, right? You learn more through play than everything. And now when we're in the workforce, things are so static. Yes. And even for people that are working, this is something that it could be used uh, for them as well in the, in the work-based kind of learning um, world and so forth. But going back to the children and teachers um, right now, the attendance rate is super, super low because the, there aren't enough platforms that are engaging for students to learn in, right? Mm -hmm. Teachers aren't prepared in this remote age of learning to, to further the education of these students. And now these students are pretty much falling behind and slipping through the cracks. Um, and they're losing a whole entire year of education um, to further their, you know, their careers and their lives. 
Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head about the importance of creativity. And now this whole show is based on the creatives and those who take the plunge and, and those who try to think outside the box. No pun intended to your platform. <laughs> uh, but but it's kind of interesting how, like, as we get older, we kind of push that aside. So let, let's yeah. get to the nitty gritty of it. Outboxedu.com yeah. is a website, but it's more than that. It's a platform for educators to, to have their lessons in a unique and dynamic way. I know I, got, I had to be that guy. Allow me to be that guy for a second when I yeah. say, like, make it make sense for me someone who doesn't quite understand what you do um how this program or platform can be important to someone or a teacher or a staff or a school district right so the idea is to create provide and facilitate so okay. create right you allow this as a teacher we the platform allows a teacher to create um you know online learning engaging uh lessons and so forth that foster creativity and community um mm -hmm. and when we say community right um learning is is more than just one. It takes a village, right, for someone to to learn and to understand um, whatever it is that they're immersed in. And so, when we say community, we allow teachers, right? We allow parents as well because it's a full circle. You have to have everyone um, involved in order to bring that child up. And with that, right, it helps them foster that creativity and that community, right? Uh, again, because everyone's involved in that child's learning and so forth. And then to facilitate, right, we allow teachers with our interactive tool, that 3D classroom, right, to implement those lessons into the classroom so that that student can either use it when they're at home or when they're at school and pretty much any time, right? Because education learning is is forever you know you never stop learning even after you get out of school you got to keep learning right and that's the problem people think that oh we go to school and that's the only time we learn right and then after school it's like that's it you know we hang out in the school that's life but to have that access to say hey um you know i can easily go into this platform and and understand the concepts right of whatever it be, whether it be science, math, um, the language learning aspect, right, with the speak rec recognition feature that we allow uh, teachers to use to engage their students with, right? Um, it's, it's a fully robust platform that, again, allows them to just engage and foster that love of learning that, yeah. you know, we've kind of lost, right? <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Uh, as since you're a co-founder of this like fantastic idea, uh -huh. uh, you know you have an idea for something, and uh -huh. I'm sure you have people on your team that are about it or they, they're uh, they see the vision. Yes. Like, what has been the, the challenge? The biggest challenge is being the co-founder of a, a out of a, a unique idea and shipping it to the end or pushing it to the end. What's the biggest been the biggest challenge for you? Uh, I believe the biggest challenge is starting it. Right, okay. um, you have an idea. Uh, but it's about finding the right people and uh, making sure that those people are all aligned with the, the same ideas and goals that you have. Because um, it's hard, you know, it's like finding the right friend or finding the right relationship. Uh, if you don't find that right person, um, it just makes it much more difficult. And I've been blessed enough to be able to find the right people, such as my co-founder, Drake Pretty. Um, he's been, he's a, a U.S. Army man, and he's been in the 3D world, um, building, you know, immersive platforms for, you know, various different companies, such as AT&T and, and uh, you know, a lot of other platforms as well. Um, and as well as my, uh, um, we have our the software developer, Noor, who knows how to code and, and work with 3D design and Unity and so forth. So we, we have a pretty good team um, that's been building out this platform from day one. Uh, but again, it all starts with the idea. It all starts with 
knowing what you want, knowing who you want around you, surrounding yourself around the right people so that you can make that vision a possibility. Well, uh, thank Mr. Pity for his service. That's the ultimate sacrifice to sign up to be part of the armed forces. Uh, yeah. And I do hope it, it does launch well because I feel like that's a crunch time. Work with personalities, trying to explain what your vision may be for something where it doesn't quite exist quite yet. Must yeah. be challenging at times. Super. Yeah, <laughs> it's super challenging because there's other platforms that are similar to us. Um, but at the same time, our idea is we are more... Uh, robust as far as with education, we allow, again, the idea to engage the students in a way that is super difficult to do because with so many other, you know, platforms and just gaming, right? Because gaming is a big thing. Right. Um, it takes away, right? It takes away from people's ability to be able to spend time on what's most important, right? Um, and so, yeah, that's the idea is to kind of put those two worlds or realms together and make it easy so that again everybody is actually learning and teachers are actually teaching and students are actually understanding is this by subject or by grade or is it by like uh, mechanical inputs or anything yeah so it's kind of a mix of all um right now it's by mechanical input so for example if a teacher wanted to teach a student um a certain concept as far as colors right we can build out uh, kind of like bring out whatever items that that teacher wants to use to kind of un have that student relate to colors, right? So if I want to bring out, um, you know, a book that has an animal in a certain color, right, and have that student repeat back and forth for what that color is or understand the concept of that, then you can do that. It's very open-ended, so it allows the teacher to, again, be creative as well and allow the student to, to kind of engage in that. Um, and then the, with, with the other aspect of um, that as well is we'll allow for eventually teachers to have their own kind of like curriculum in there and they'll be able to then push that out to other educators as well. And that's where that community aspect comes in where it's like, you know, it's not like you're just holding all that information to yourself, yeah. right? You got yeah. to, you know, give it out to other people and then everyone, you know, just, we build upon that, right? We learn yeah. from that. Now, now it's been a long time since I was in class, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm dating myself, but I heard that I got the tail end of the the extra kind of traditional schooling as far as there was your main subjects, there was a couple of electives you had to do. I, I took home ec. I don't think home ec <laughs> existed after me. You know, ceramics class. Um, I've heard that there may be more of an emphasis, a pivot towards to uh, aptitude or, or actual achievement, which is good because that way you can measure well, how people are doing in subjects. But I wonder with the changing trends in education, uh, what is your strategy, if I can poke your brain, about, about how to make sure your platform's adaptable when the needs change from class to class or year to year or subject to subject? Yeah, again, it's based on the teacher's needs. So when we implement this into schools, right, uh, we will align ourselves with what the schools need. It's open-ended and it allows for schools to whatever curriculum or standards that they're aligned with to again use that and put it into our platform so that it's easily integratable and right there's no mess there's no fuss it's just 
really quick and easy. And that's the that's the the idea behind that. We want to make it simple, right? We don't want to you know over uh, complicate it. Um, as an acronym that I like to use is KISS. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, right? Um, but again, that's what we want to do. We want to keep it simple so that you know again everyone is is actually you know having fun in the process as well yeah can i ask you a question a personal question a little bit uh, sure what do you do for fun i mean you like you can't be slaving away at your craft all the time right how do you yeah. unwind what's your r look like um uh, i like to read you know i like okay. to and you know just enthrall myself in reading and just understanding you know the world and just how society works and so you know i read a lot of different things on you know government right um learning about education and technology. Um, so pretty much reading is my thing, my go-to thing. I like to just sit down and read um, every, you know, now and then. Are you like a day off reading kind of person before going to bed, like morning it, walk? It, it varies, you know, I, I, I catch, you know, my spurts here and there just because I'm so busy. So I'll try, you know, a couple of minutes here to read, a um, couple of minutes there to read. And then a podcast as well, right? Because I've, I've been getting into that a lot more, um, and it's becoming more popular now. Uh, you know, people are just now starting to catch on to it. It's like the new radio. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've definitely, you know, I enthrall myself in, in reading and listening to podcasts and just trying to soak up as much information as possible, you know, because again, you know, learning is forever. So that's true. They don't get take any knowledge away from you. Uh, I'm kind yeah. of the same boat. Like podcasts and books are, are kind of my thing. I'm more of a nonfiction guy. My things yeah. are into like business government governance. Like yeah. if this company owns this company owns that company. Yeah. I, I just I just want to know. Yeah. Uh, so so you have this. This is in beta. I hope or is it already out for. for it's in beta. Yeah, it's in beta. We are launching on January, January fifth. Okay. Right now, we're still working the kinks out. Um, we do have demos and so forth based on whoever uh, wants to see it, right, eventually. But right now, yeah, it is in beta, and we hope to get some people signed up so that they can, you know, have fun when we get it out there in January. I understand that launch strategies can be highly proprietary. Don't tell me how the hot dog is made, but this is, like, how does the, the rollout for this kind of look like for Outbox? Yeah, so right now, we're just pretty much connecting with all of our users through social media platforms. Um, also being an educator, right? Uh, connecting with various other schools as well and people in my circle that want this platform within their schools. And so we're just pretty much trying to, again, get as many people on board. Um, and then eventually, once we get enough users, we'll you know unlock different features so that people can you know engage in it more. Eventually, what we're going to do um, is, again, have that marketplace for educators to be able to monetize on the back end because as you know i mean it's tough as an educator uh to make money you know working in the school and just doing that because it just takes away from your whole life and so we allow for them to monetize from their skills and their expertise um by yeah. uploading those courses and again selling it to whomever it may be who wants to use it Oh, for sure. Uh, just one more question before we get out of here. I know Outbox EDU is going to be pretty big when it releases out there next year, but there have been some people who said that they get to see the demo, what it looks like as it rolls out. What's been some of the things that people have been saying about the platform as it's getting closer and closer to launch day? Oh, they've loved it. They've raved about it. Um, they want to see it out already. You know, people want to use it, especially now with everyone being at home and we don't know what's next, right? Um, people want something that their kids can actually learn from that they can actually you know engage in and again like 
get something out of, you know, um, because it's difficult. It's very difficult to find, you know, the right, the right person or thing um, that will educate that child, right? And so they're trying to find the next outlet. And right now, everyone is pretty much excited and, and waiting to get this into their hands. Yeah, man. I, it's, it's just, to me, it blows my mind uh, to have an idea. You see a problem, any kind of segment, or, or well, sometimes it's marketplaces, but here in this case, it's actually like a, a community need and to go out there and find a solution and to work on it with a dope team. And I wish you nothing but the best. Outboxedu.com, January 2021 launch when that 2020 is over. Thank oh, you. yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but before we get out of here, where can the world learn more about you as a mm -hmm. person and also your platform? Yeah, well, our platform is pretty much on www.outboxedu.com. Uh, you can check us out at outbox underscore edu on Instagram. We're also on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. If you want to shoot me a message, uh, Dennis Ocampo on LinkedIn, uh, you can pretty much message me there. Oh, wow. I wish you nothing but the best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I wish you nothing but the best of luck with the podcast as well. <laughs>